Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome to Wine Club. My name is Colin. I am the founder of our little club, and you can find me on Instagram at instagram.com slash colin.willis. That is one L in Colin and two L's in Willis, or on YouTube. I do love to post my videos on YouTube, so you can find me by going to youtube.com slash colinw. That is C-O-L-I-N-W. Uh, so thank you for joining us. Welcome to the club because you are officially a brand new member. So get cozy, pour yourself a glass of your favorite red, and get ready because we are introducing a brand new guest to our club. Kind of. I deleted the previous episode you were in because it made me nervous. But yes, welcome Audrey. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, that doesn't make me any less nervous. What's up, guys? My name's Audrey. You can find me on Instagram at O-D-D-R-E-E un- underscore R. And that's my only social right now. Okay, okay, okay. You should, I mean, if you if you want to brand yourself, you should make it like... I was wondering, because I mean, I get it because your name is Audrey, so Audrey Z, like it makes sense. But it's like, it's obscure. It's like you're, you don't want them to find you. That's definitely not like me branding myself. That was like, mm. I was in a discord with a bunch of boys and yeah. he, they were like, they used to call me like Dreezy because mm. Drew, Dreezy. Oh, okay. So then it was, yo, what's up, Audreezy? Like, mm-hmm. Audreezy. <laughs> you don't like it? <laughs> it's disgusting. It's your username. You changed it to that. No, I changed it to Audrey. Just. It isn't. Wait, but you just It's just it. Audrey underscore R. Oh, you did change. Oh, yep. see, but you spelt your name wrong. Yep. That's me. I'm quirky. <laughs> see, I didn't even. <laughs> I was thinking about your old username. I, well, I didn't pay attention when you spelled it. Yeah. Like, I was like, I don't need this. this I is, mean, this is for them. At one point, I was just like, you know, having multiple personalities. So I had mm. two TikTok, TikTok accounts. One was under Avery, and the other one was under Audrey, and the other one was under Andrew. So oh, I'm so glad you didn't pick Avery because, you know, I already have a trans friend who's named Avery. Oh, God. Yeah. I'd she, be so basic. Uh, I mean, to have <laughs> no, it would just be such a like it would be it's such a strange coincidence to just just a little bit e- even for me to like have coincidentally met two trans people, which is strange because most people cannot say the same for themselves. Um, that's yeah, I think interesting. I think our community is only like less than three percent. Yeah, of, I mean, like. All people in the U.S. Even if it was three in a hundred people, that's a lot of people when you really think about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, because, I mean, plenty of people think of, like, trans people as unicorns. Like, they're people you see on TV, <laughs> which is, like, weird to me because I'm, like, coincidentally, it's not like I'd be walking around in, I guess, quote-unquote, gay spaces. But I, I'm here. I mean, <laughs> not to not to talk about you like you're some sort of like object. Okay, when you say gay spaces, are you talking about like VCU or like Richmond? Um, or well, like specifically like Godfrey's? Well, I don't have like a lot of. I mean, I know other gay men, but I'm not close friends with any other gay men. I'm always the gay person in the room. You know what I mean? So wow. 
Yeah. So like when I like, for me to like be, in, I don't. I'm never in that place where it's like everybody in the room's a member of the LGBT community. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Like there are definitely places you can go where like people there they only interact. And their friends are only people who fall on, under that LGBTQIAI umbrella. But that's just, I don't know. I interact with mostly the straights. I feel like just because of, like, how you were saying trans people are rare, that makes um, me the token trans friend. No, because you're the second one. What? I told you, Avery. No, but, like, you haven't been their pronouns. She. Okay. You haven't been around her in a while right i mean so like when i talk about Mm. token i mean in that space Mm. at that time i suppose that's true i talked to her on the phone but that honestly surprises me that you're like the token gay yeah somebody once said to me oh my god i went to this girl's house yesterday and she was like you're gonna be my gay best friend no she did not (laughs) no she absolutely didn't she did she was very like i mean she was very fun i had fun hanging out with them but like looking at her instagram like this is just a quintessentially caucasian woman (laughs) so i don't know if this is a right comparison to make but the whole uh you're gonna be my gay best friend i feel like that's the same like that's so outdone i don't know overplayed i to the point where i feel like that's the same as when a guy asked to see The eggplant emoji. I don't want oh, on myself. Okay. I mean, yeah. I get that what you I get what you mean by that, but I mean it's definitely not something that you should say out loud. But in in many ways, I personally do pride myself on the diversity of the people that I know. I'm like, in some ways, I'm like, ah, oh, I have, like, I have friends who are Muslim, friends who are black, who are Asian, like. And I'm like, I'm so future forward. I'm so cool. So like, if if you want a gay friend and you want to be that cool ass bitch who's like, yeah, I'm cool with the gays. I ain't gonna, I I ain't gonna be mad at you, girl. So you don't feel offended. Um, I mean, I was drunk and she was drunk when we had this conversation. So like, I don't know why. Am I supposed to take offense to that? No, I don't think you are. But I think it's kind of like, I don't know, just. A subtle red flag. Well, I'm not actually going to be her gay best friend. It's like I look at you when you say that and I'm like, nice to know you, but (laughs) I'm going to be me. I'm not going to do your thing because that does make you sound like an accessory. But I'm like, you know, first of all, I'm a whole ass person. And I like, I don't know. Like, she doesn't know me. She's looking at me at very face value. And I completely understand that. Where did you Um, meet her? I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to have to bleep that later. Um, at my job where I work. So. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to remember to bleep that. <laughs> God damn it. Let me just do it right now. Okay, so I deaded that shit. It's gone. Nobody will ever know my secrets. <laughs> what if I said it right now? Then you had to go back and edit. I wouldn't enjoy that. So do you want to do things that I don't enjoy? Well... I guess it's a shame then that Colin works at this place. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, basically I don't remember exactly what we were. Oh yeah. But I went to her place. Yeah. I did not care. I'm not going to be her best friend. So it doesn't really matter. 
to me at all. Like, I don't, I literally do not. Okay. I don't know. Well, I was I, just connecting the yeah. dots from what I saw on your snap story. And now I'm like, oh, she's fun. I mean, yeah, she's, <laughs> she was fun. I would hang out with her again. Like we could drink. Um, but yeah, she's, she lives far out there. She lives in Henrico. So like, I ain't got a car. My coworker helped me get there and they loved him. I love that so much. Uh, he's a very unique dude, but it's like crazy because any single, any room that he walks into, he can find a captive audience. They will listen because he has some stuff to motherfucking say, but yeah, love that guy. Shout out Russell. I hope you're, li- I hope you're listening, Russell. Um, but yeah, so I did want to talk about, oh my God, you're not even saving any for me. You're just like going in on the wine. You know what? I will not be judged, okay? But then we're going to run out of wine. You you can get some truly lemonades. Oh my god, the effort. <laughs> I didn't even like walking to 7-Eleven to get this There is of wine. so much wine left. I mean... Don't be stingy. I'm just kidding. I am the guest. Um, yeah, you're right. But my pockets... My pockets are bleeding. What if I told and also, you? Also, you know what, bitch. What if I told you? Know you know what, bitch. You know what? Wait, no, what if, I'm gonna what cut if, you off right. If, what if, I'm gonna cut you off right now. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I sent you a Venmo request for one time that you came over here and I served you liquor, and you never fulfilled it. And it was a large Venmo request. There's because, no like, way. What we drink was expensive. There's no way. I think it was the night I made green tea shots. You were here for that, weren't you? I have paid every fucking Venmo. No, you didn't. That you have ever sent me. I actually deleted it because I wasn't going to bring it up. But I sent you all the um, the money from um, the one outing. Uh, that was through Cash App. No, that's fine. Like, but I one hundred percent know that you did not fulfill. So this you're Venmo saying request. there's a random twenty dollars that I owe you? No, it was eleven bucks. So, I mean, you I'm just not... said it was expensive. See, because sometimes when I do buy liquor, it's only like four bucks or six bucks that I end up asking for from other people. Because like, OK, whenever I have people over, I'm going to be 100 percent. I love to do it up fancy just for like the people listening. I make like pina coladas. Like I said, I did green tea shots. So I would have bought Jameson. I bought Sprite. this is true. I bought uh you know, the orange liqueur. And a lot of the time when I do ask for the money back from people, I don't nickel and dime them. I really do end up still eating some of the costs, especially when I, cause you've been over here for dinner too, haven't you? Like when I make that food, I eat some of the costs from it, even though I do request money from people because like, I really shouldn't be spending like 50 bucks to like feed my yeah. friends all the time. But oh, I like, doing I get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, I, obviously I'm not going to fret about it now, but like, I will give you twenty dollars. Uh, All right. No, this bottle of wine w- was six bucks. Why are we even having this conversation? Because <laughs> you said I owe you eleven, right? Well, eleven it- plus six. You don't need to buy this bottle of wine. Why am I so bad at math? Why did it take me so long? <laughs> it took me so long to do that in my head. I mean, it's whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. So I don't even remember the one that was that, but that was the last time that we hung out. So I do not remember. What if I told you that this was all for your show? What was all for my show? Me 
being stingy about the alcohol. What if I told you I legitimately needed alcohol to have a personality? Um, and this is all for the show. Is that like, I don't know. I'm like, I drank wine yesterday, so I don't feel like drinking it today. But like, just like being here with you energizes me enough to just have this conversation. Oh, really? People come in here and they're like so nervous. They're always telling me they're like, I'm scared to do this. And I'm like, we're literally just sitting here having a conversation. My asshole clenched. Nobody like, is Like legitimately. Here. It's just the it two of clenched. us. Like, what do you mean? Because you're not the first person to tell me that they're nervous. I started to sweat a little bit. Really? This is that difficult? Just a little. Why? It was like, introduce yourself. And I'm like, people suck at that. What? One. People suck at that. Well, as far as I'm concerned, on the podcast, I've heard the yeah. announcer or host uh-huh. introduces them. And it's like, this is this person, and you can catch them on this and this. And it doesn't matter if they have like Miley uh-huh. Cyrus on there or something. Okay, but these people have careers. And the truth is that like everybody that I put on this podcast is technically nobody. <laughs> Even like myself, I'm not anybody. Like, but I'm the one with the podcast, so it does make it easier for me to just say, I'm a podcaster. Because <laughs> I'm doing the podcast. So, not to be a bitch or anything, but yeah, like, we ain't shit. It's not like we, like, it's have not, job titles. But it's not like when you ask me to introduce myself, like, I have a title. Like, the closest thing I could say is influencer. I mean, I suppose, but I wouldn't consider, I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally never use that word for myself, simply because, like, what what is the influence? oh well i'm just i'm just describing the fact that like i don't really do anything and i still have people that want to see what i'm up to yeah but then you'd have to say that like totally facetiously and you'd have to make it obvious otherwise people would just totally dog you even though nobody's yes. listening like i said nobody listens to this it's really not like, exactly so i'm not gonna say her me like i'm an influencer thanks so for the six i'm not gonna like it's not gonna be like an icebreaker and i'm gonna be like yeah, I'm a, a psychology major, and uh, I I really enjoy painting, and like a fun fact about me. I mean, that sounds great to me. And if Ew. All together. No, but if instead of like saying, oh, and here's a fun fact about me, you simply like, um, was like, I'm a psychology major, I really do enjoy to paint, and one time I went to Aruba. Instead of, like, saying, like, oh, this was an icebreaker, like, this was a fun fact about me, like, that, mm-hmm. like, it was a list. Like, because that statement, like, it flowed, it was perfectly fine, and nobody cared. One time, I licked a stripper's titty. See, that's a great one. Yeah, I should have just, wait, I just should have came on strong. <laughs> so, guys, we are talking to a brand new member of the club today. Audrey, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, guys, I'm Audrey, and I licked a stripper's titty. Wow, the energy <laughs> that you brought to that. <sighs> I'm also a little drunk right now. That happened way too quickly. Me, I, I mean, I've drank like two thirds of the first glass, but maybe I should drink more. I'm talking too much. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the real reason why... Fun fact. Yeah. Hormones make you pretty susceptible to like getting drunk, like mm. really easily. Yeah. So... I wasn't, I was maybe going to mention this to you because you talked about how you bought the puff bars and like you do drink, but like Avery, when she was like doing art, even, I don't know if she drinks, she, not really, but like 
she's like, oh, I quit nicotine. I stopped doing all sorts of, like, all the drugs. Like, she, like, she was like, I'm done. Like, I'm clean living because, like, I want to be able to be as natural and as gorgeous as possible. Like, keep that stuff out of my system that's slowing me down, like, during this transition. But I didn't want to put the pressure on you to be like, I have to be sober because it really, like, I don't, it's not going to make that big of a difference, but I do understand what she's saying. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I get it. It would be true for anything like me too. Like if I just like cut up alcohol, maybe I'd just be like so much better at life. But like, so I, I like always offer to go with my friends places, like literally no matter what. And then like, I feel obligated to like do something at that place that I just walked to. So I went to like the vape shop with my friend because she was getting like a puff bar or something. And then I'm like, Mm. I did not just walk all the way over here to not get one. And plus, it was energy drink flavor. It tasted like Red Bull. That's fucking disgusting. It was fantastic. I don't like the taste of regular Red Bull. It does not taste good. Give me the fruity stuff. And the funniest part was it tasted like Red Bull, but it was obviously kind of fake because there was a monster logo on the front. Oh, interesting. Yep. I mean, I don't know what the classic monster tastes like, actually, because, like, never been into that one. I think it's kind of racist. Mm. Um, I thought they were just, like, satanic and a bunch of other stuff. Haven't you seen that video? Yes, everybody talks about the video. Bottoms <laughs> up in the devil laughs. We've all heard her talk about Monster. Because um, you're like the third person in the span of three days that I've had this conversation with for some reason. About Monster Energy? Just about energy drinks in general because everybody how does has that like just, their preferences. How but, does that just come full circle like that? Well, I mean, I think I... Because I was talking to Sam about like the past... And we, the past. I mean, just like the past. I liked how you said that. <laughs> yeah. The she, past. Yeah. I mean, before I knew her and she was talking about like her middle school era when she would always wear like black jeans. She would wear a hoodie in the middle of summer. The hoodie would always be up and she'd have her like little emo hair swooping out of it. And she was obsessed with monster energy drinks. And we also like at, at my job, they have a connection with Red Bull. So Red Bull is in the building. Like they're tight. Um, so Got it. yeah. And then people like to bring in energy drinks cause everybody who is a server is a crackhead. So yeah, just it's relevant. People love their caffeine. It's a drug. It is. I'm back on coffee. I quit nicotine. I'm back on coffee. Ooh. Did you guys know that Starbucks is a bank? They have $2 billion worth of people's money tied up in their little starbucks accounts that's just free money that people aren't spending on their starbucks account that starbucks has collected into their bank account like the starbucks rewards and yeah because you know you can only you can only update it you're like your drink is four bucks but you can only increase your account by an increment of 10 bucks so then next time you go there and are like five bucks at the least so then you go there and you have like maybe two dollars left from your last starbucks purchase so you're like now i'm gonna have to put 10 more dollars on here and you always have that little tiny amount of money in there or some people store hella amounts of money in there because they go to starbucks a lot and starbucks has so much money just like tied up from people keeping storing their money on their starbucks accounts i have never thought of that yeah And that's why Starbucks is so rich. Not because people are buying the coffee like that, but because they have all that money tied up in there. Jeez. Um, But that has nothing to do with us. (laughs) Personally, now that we're talking about puff bars, I'm looking for the jewel. Yeah. Um, 
So we are going to take a, a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to get right into some juicy conversation about Audrey and my relationship. We're going to have juicy. Our, our, our juicy, juicy, juicy conversation. Wop. A wet ass pussy conversation. If Your you humor will. is so vulgar. And it's like, <laughs> where's the punchline? It always line? has been. I know. There is no punchline. Okay, and we are back, and I am low-key blown. I'm just completely disheartened by the idea that if the power goes out, I'll be in my apartment alone with no lights. And that's like a metaphor in my world. I think it could be a great experience for you to discover yourself in a whole new light. Uh, I mean... You could just jerk off in every room and like not really even you know acknowledge your existence that you're even doing it because the lights are all out oh my god have you ever i've done that i used to do that like in in like high school i used to go into my bathroom it didn't have windows and i would turn off the lights and i would stand there on the tile bare like this is sounds so good (laughs) (laughs) it already sounds awful (laughs) yeah just like 100 like nude and just like imagining yourself as nothing Okay. Nothing but the pleasure. (laughs) So you did jerk off. Not during a power outage. I had the option to turn on the lights. Okay. So. I'm just saying that you could. It was the point of the darkness. I don't know. Because, like, that's a habit that, like. I don't know. I've taken a few, like, showers in complete Mm. darkness. And that, like, it's just, like, everything, like, your senses are heightened. So mm. the water, like the sounds of the water and everything is just so mm. elevated. Yeah, I realized that like if the power is out, the sound of my mind would be really elevated. And, uh, Ooh, yeah. Das be loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly something that like I'm always excited to have. Ooh. Like I said, like I'm in this apartment alone and like the first few hours, like after Soledad left, I like was like, I was like, okay, I'm bored. Like, there's no, like, I like to have the little bit of somebody else. Like, we don't even have to talk, but just knowing that she's there is better than, like, having nobody there. But, um, oh, I sat there and I was like, I could kill myself and nobody would find out for five days. Because that's when she finds, like, and and then I'm like, then I'm like, what if I did? But what if, and then I'm like, but what if I did? (laughs) And then, like, it's, like, crazy, you know what I mean? And then there's nobody there to, like, stop me from, like, thinking that way. So even though I know that that's just not simply, like, what I want to do, I it fucking creeps in on my mind, and I'm like, bitch, how do you control yourself sometimes? Because, like, I really do have, like, I have, I have anxiety. So, like, if given, like, the circumstance, if I start to spiral with my thoughts and I'm here alone and there's nobody to, like, stop me, then that, like, it, it can get difficult. So, because I'm crazy. Just a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, like, a very it's like a very generalized anxiety type of thing where, like, you're afraid of, like, impending doom that you don't know what it is. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then you're like, it's going to be bad, and then nothing happens. And then you're like, it's going to be bad, and then nothing happens. And you're like, the fuck? I'm just exhausting myself for no reason. <laughs> so... I don't know. And that's why I wouldn't like it if the power went out. But getting 
into the nitty gritty of our conversation. I just feel like I wanted to talk about just like, you know, how difficult this like, because how difficult our relationship has been for like me personally coming back to Richmond as I have been here for six months, like, you know, now. So I've been here for half a year. It's been difficult. It has been difficult in some ways. Because tell me more. I mean, simply because when I, obviously when I left, you weren't Audrey, you were still Andrew, and we were roommates, and I was not okay back then, and we were close. Back then? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what do you mean? Look at where we are in this room. I am clearly, like, I have it together better than I did back then, as far as, like, You just said that you were scared of the dark. I'm not scared of the dark. I'm scared of the option of not having the light. I will say, though, we probably both have um, matured a bit since Mm -hmm. our days as roommates. It has been a year and a half. But, like, back then, like, a lot of it, like, us being such good friends was, like, circumstantial. So, you know, coming back. Well, I remember you told me to my face that, like, if we weren't roommates, I don't imagine that I'd ever hang out with you. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I do remember that. Uh, I don't know. I I think about that, like, you know, like, late Uh, at night when you just, like, stare up at the ceiling and, like, you just remember old things in your past? That comes up sometimes. And I'm like, wow. That's really, like, that's rude of me to say. (laughs) But, like, so, like, that is, like, disrespectful, but, like, I don't know. You're not going to deny, though, that you are brutally honest. I'm not going to take that back. Zero filter. I mean, does that matter? Should I have to sit here and hold my tongue constantly? Like, is that, like, the truth of the world? No. Okay. I mean, most people do it, though. I mean, most people do. Like, I even told, like... My roommate here, I told him, I was like, yeah, I mean, the reason why I live with you is not because I wanted to live with you. It's because I want to live in Richmond. And people don't like to hear the truth. No, they don't. (laughs) But if I tell people the truth, then at least we both know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know. This is why you wonder, like, why, how do you wonder when... I call you a dick. Um, Because you don't view it as you being a dick. But most people would. Yeah, I've had people definitely, like, I don't know. I don't offend people often. And, I like, I don't often have, I don't often find myself in situations where people are upset. Well, I feel like people aren't, like, I don't feel like Mm. it's something that they can just be, like, it's not as simple as like when you insult somebody you know it's more like this is the truth and like you (laughs) kind of have to fucking sit with it i'm fucking sorry (laughs) and so then you sit there and you're like oh colin you're so fucking funny (laughs) that's so fucking funny i'm sorry that does me it does make me sound like a bad person um let me like just say i don't know it's just who i am i'm really i can't really apologize for that and i'm not going to like i don't expect you to yeah and i think that there's something to be said about like you know i know 
personally mm-hmm. that you're a genuine person. Like I know that a hundred percent. So like I don't ever have to sit here and think like, oh, Colin doesn't like me or like mm. like I, I like sometimes I'm sitting with my friends and I'm like, do they really like me? Yeah. Like are they annoyed by my presence? Are my jokes funny? Are they like fake laughing? But I know for you, it's not like that. Yeah, I mean, I try to be 100% honest about where I'm at. Like, because I, I don't know. It's just like the way that I see the world. It's just the way that I see it. And I'm going to st- talk about it the way that I see it because I don't like to skew. I uh, try not to skew things. So you said it was like going back to like what you first said. You said it was difficult. What about like it has been difficult? Well, it's it does have to do with the fact that you are now transitioning simply because although I've been friends with Avery, I met Avery as Avery, but with you I met you as Andrew and now you're Audrey and then also we have the fact that we were so close including the other, you know, when you're when you're in not like college cuz the But then you also think about the fact that you just said it was, like, circumstantial. But yet, you came back, and Mm. now we're, I would consider us friends. You might have something different to say. (laughs) Well, I mean, you did. See, one thing is that you asked me about that discount at my job. And this one low-key bothered me, and I didn't say anything about at the time. But you had said, is there a best friend discount? And I sat there and I was like, I mean, yeah, we're cool and all, but like, like I said, like, I don't remember when the last time I saw you was like, we haven't hung out for like maybe at least a month. So like that kind of struck me as like a bit inappropriate simply because I'm sitting here like, do you have an understanding of our current relationship at the way it stands? Oh, of course. So like to because I don't like to. I hate to feel as though people expect more. I of know me how I'm willing to give. I know how people feel about mm-hmm. me most of the time. Yeah. So when I said that, it was most likely a joke. And you expect like, uh, like I, I know like we're not best. I know we're not best friends. Yeah. And I know you probably would not like if I considered us best friends. That's such an interesting thing for you to say. Like, it's not so because, that's why I yeah. said it. I mean, it's not, but it wouldn't be because like, oh, it's like, I don't want to be associated with this person. It's more so because we aren't best friends. And then to hear you say that, to act as though uh, now my expectate, like your expectations for me are higher than like the energy that I'm willing to put into it. You know what I mean? Because I have been in situations like that where people are just like, you know, they really, they really like me and I'm like, you're okay, but I need to like push you back a little bit. Uh-huh. And it's like, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell like that just like stuck out to me. I was like scared. <laughs> and, Cause sometimes I do sit there and I'm like, okay, you're in a vulnerable position right now with what you are currently going through. And I don't want to have to worry that like me doing my own thing as opposed to hanging out with you a lot. Like I used to is like sure um is uh fuck what was i saying um that me like doing my own thing instead of like us being like friends like that like we were before is like not like in spite of you i have a habit of 
liking to tease people mm-hmm. and say things that I know they're not comfortable with. So, yeah, I didn't like that. That I knew you probably mm-hmm. would not be comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, that is something that's like super difficult because like I was talking about before for me, like when you talk about like our how we talk about how your comedy is vulgar. It's like that's not something that I find super funny, super appealing because like when I like when you tell me that you because you have like opinions on things that are intelligent. You are not a stupid person. But as far as I'm concerned, like vulgar comedy like that is the lowest common denominator. So when I've seen your uh, TikToks about where you make jokes about like masturbation you've done before in the past um, those things to me, I'm like, you could do so much better creatively because you are a smart person. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you're limiting yourself to being sort of a laughing stock for like being ridiculous. Hmm. Just a thought. Allie, just a thought. <laughs> and I have to <laughs> completely reorganize the way that I think about comedy. The way I like, I know I'm intelligent and I don't feel the need to have to prove that to anybody, Mm. but I also don't want to come off as an like pretentious. Yeah. And I know sometimes I do when I am too knowledgeable about a subject and something, Mm. but some area where I feel there's, a lot of freedom and like stuff that I enjoy. Like I enjoy yeah. like um, late night, really stupid sometimes um, mm. comedy, you know, like yeah. the American pie movies and stuff like that, like raunchy, like super True. garbage so stuff. Mid-2000s. Like I can't think of anything else, but I'm mm. just saying like that raunchy kind of comedy and stuff. Like it's just yeah. something that is like mindless and stupid. And it just, mm. You know, We've I had know. We've a conversation about how I disagree with that mindlessness too, though. That makes me laugh. So then I, I like to produce things that make me laugh and like things that are relatable to me. And yeah. unfortunately, I'm always horny. So, <laughs> of all the things that unfortunately comes yeah. up sometimes when I make jokes and things. True. I mean, I. I get it. I mean, it's just, like, never been my type of comedy. I like to think that, like, even, like, when I'm making a joke, I I make jokes a lot of the time about the truth. You know what I mean? Where I talk about the present situation and, like, like, political things. Like, I'll point out, like, random, like, sexist random things that happen in the world or just, like, other random things. I'll connect it to culturally relevant, like, anecdotes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, honestly. But. And, like, I'm also mm-hmm. at the point in my, like, development of, like, who I am. Like, personal personal development. Duh. Anyway, in that respect, that I honestly think that a lot of the reason that I was trying to be funny and have and wanted viewers and things like that and stuff is because I just was not comfortable with who I was Mm -hmm. and I needed other people 
to give me that like attention like oh you're funny this is hilarious like you know the comments like that or it's like oh you're attractive or like all these likes and stuff when Mm. you post things on instagram but right now i'm so like sure of like who i am like i don't even think comedy is the route for me anymore yeah like i know that i am not like a boring person to talk to i know Mm. i can have an intelligent conversation and i know that like um if we're cracking jokes i can do that too but it's not something that i rely on anymore as part of my personality Mm. okay i mean i suppose yeah i get what you mean especially because i mean like you said instagram's your only social media right now so you're not really focusing on that Mm -mm. Uh, so i mean you have other things going on i'm sure like i do have snapchat too but yeah, like but that's different. Mm-hmm. I just don't like. I've just gravitated away from like making content for other people, and more so like doing the things that I wanted to do. Yeah, like I've always wanted to model and take pictures of myself and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I was not comfortable with the way I looked, and so like you know my Instagram. In order to, like, fill up my Instagram profile, I'd need a bunch of, like, fucking stupid masturbation jokes and TikToks and Vine segments. Yeah. You know, instead of just, like, what I really wanted to do and just, like, how I wanted to express myself. Oh, okay. I mean, I completely get what you mean because when I think back on your older Instagram pictures, they were definitely, like, stiff. You definitely, like, you definitely, like, you the way that you portray yourself on Instagram now comes across a lot more naturally to me than the pictures that you had where you were wearing like a tie and a button up shirt. Uh-huh. So. Exactly. Yeah. Cause in the, all those pictures, you're basically like standing there like arms to the side, but you're like, you're really into your poses and you get dressed up and all that. So like yes. you're definitely having a lot more fun than you used to. I definitely do. And so. like, I just, I just don't think comedy is for me. Yeah. So I just, I honestly don't think that I'm the type that could be like a comedian and come on and mm-hmm. have like an entire set, you know, like, yeah, or even like one bit. Like, I can't even, like, you know, props yeah. to them. But I've thought about writing a like a uh, stand up like routine just to like try it, but I wasn't sure exactly. I don't know. I do like to talk, but like, I like how you were talking about like how you were doing it for other people. Because I do think sometimes about how, like, I do it and I do do it often sometimes for the validation that comes along with it. Because people do send me compliments, even if it is a small amount of people, like, my friends who watch it. Like, that is always, like, it's good to hear. I think those are the most important comments. Are I the mean, ones are from, like, important. people you actually care about that are, like, supporting yeah. your work. It's really nice, kind. They always send me, like, they're, like... I'm like I'm actually a fan of like what you're doing. I love to hear it. Like it makes me like so happy, and it like makes it feel worthwhile. Like despite the fact that not a lot of people watch, um, but I feel like sometimes I'm, I worry that my content comes across as shallow, and that I am not necessarily being my authentic self. Part of the reason when my roommate, uh, like we had a I had a roommate dispute earlier in the year, and part of the reason why. Uh, like he said that he was having issues with me was that he didn't like to see me do my podcast voice my youtube video voices because he felt like the person i was being in my videos was not the person that i was on a regular basis and part of the reason was that he did say that like i was 
that I can be mean in real life, but like you would not be mean in the videos. And I'm like, but first of all, like, why would I go on this video and randomly start trashing people? Like, I do know a time and place. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be uh, 100%. If you do not know me, if you do not know me, I can have a spicy tongue. I will tell it like we just had like this conversation. I will tell it like I see it. But I'm not going to go on YouTube and be like, this person that I know from my personal life that has nothing to do with this video is a I don't like them because of such and such reasons, blah, 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 blah. But I will do that in real life. And so he felt like there was some sort of disconnect between who I was and who I was being in my videos. But there always is a disconnect. Like, you're not the same person that you are on set. And, like, you'll even hear, like, comedians and stuff talk about how they're introverts, they don't like people, and there yeah. they are on stage talking to a bunch of people. That is true. You know? Like, it's... I think, like... What people don't understand, like, when everybody jokes about reality TV not being, like, you know, real and stuff, mm-hmm. it's because people, like, play things up for the cameras or, like, they know they're on camera. So, exactly, like, there's yeah. psychological things <laughs> that, like, maybe hinder, you know? It's kind of mm-hmm. like the whole thing about how, like, you're a different person when somebody's watching. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, you can't be mad at somebody mm-hmm. because they are portraying like I don't I don't know like maybe what you'd consider like the best most politically correct or not best but like most politically correct most like um friendly or whatever <laughs> most friendly or something um, um, version of yourself, but yeah. Sorry, the, Audrey was playing with her fidget spinner, not her fidget spinner, her bucket. <laughs> her it's pop, a her, pop socket. Her pop socket on the back of her phone, and I like kept hearing it. I'm like, I don't know if you're gonna like hear that or not, but yeah. I could not stop. I like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I need to throw it away. Oh, see, because you're out of wine and the bottle's empty, so that way you don't have anything to like occupy your hands. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we're honestly, we're almost done. Like, there's only a few more minutes. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That just, what you were saying just reminded me of that. And you are right, like, about how no matter what, once there's a camera there, like, you're, it is a skewed perception of who a person is no matter what. Like, I do script my videos. Like, I'm talking about stuff that I pre-thought out. It's not like I'm sitting there, like, blah, 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 like, you know, just pulling it out of my ass. Because otherwise, it's just, it's messy. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's fake. I try to be honest. I'm trying to make videos about that are super honest. Like, I want to make a video about my body insecurity, about the fact that I think I jerk off too much. Like, these are the videos that are coming out soon. Um, <laughs> and these are very difficult things for me to also tackle. Um, I'm making a video right now that... I, I'm not going to talk about this one out loud. I was watching this YouTube video earlier from this creator who said, uh, once you start, once I start talking about an idea out loud, like put it out that I want to make that idea, it makes it harder for me to make that thing happen because suddenly there's an expect, there's more of an expectation for what it's going to be. Yeah. It makes it seem like some, so much more of a task. Uh huh. So I'm not going to talk about my next video cause I do want to get that done by Monday. Um, Yeah. But it's going to be, it's me really talking about, like, a personal problem that I've dealt with, like, repeatedly involving my love life. So, 
but I guess this is definitely the end of the episode. I'm glad that we we did have our little heart to heart, even though it was like not the entire episode. It was definitely like less complex. But again, you are here, so like I had a whole monologue in my head earlier about like what I really thought to say, and I did like start it, but like your reaction was different than obviously the one that I made up in my head. <laughs> uh, so the conversation didn't go as long as I thought. Um, but I mean, it did remind me like telling you like my opinion of like your comedy it's weird i had this conversation with an old friend who i'm not currently friends with anymore you didn't meet her um about why i didn't think that she could that she should get plastic surgery and i told her that uh basically i said it's not gonna make you love yourself like i used to think that you like had bigger thoughts than this but now you seem to only be concerned about the way that you look and like it's not gonna make you happy is basically what i said and like she obviously she hated that i said i want to take time apart and like we cannot be friends now so the fact that I'm willing to, like, and to me, the fact that that went over so poorly, even though I did pour my heart out to her, basically, like, I told her straight up the way that I see it, regardless of whether or not it, like, hurt her or not. The fact that she couldn't go, because I did eventually ask her, like, I was like, can we, like, get past this? And she basically was like, no. I'm like, oh, okay, but we've been best friends for this time, so it, like, clearly wasn't that big of a thing for you. Mm-hmm. And it isn't, we don't exactly have an authentic relationship. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But the fact that, like, we're able to talk like this, to me, is, like, just chill. Well, if I was the person that I was back then, I probably would have bit your head off for judging my comedy. Yeah, but you're not interested in the comedy anymore. (laughs) No, I definitely would have probably fought you. I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm a really tough critic. Everybody says that. Like, I don't hand out, like, compliments that I don't think that people deserve. So, and I feel like, I don't know. I'm not the arbiter of good taste, but yeah, I wasn't a fan of your comedy. You're just that guy from Ratatouille. Which guy? You know, the I'm critic. I'm Remy. I'm pulling the, I'm pulling the nope. hair. Let me tell no, you. No, <laughs> you're the critic. All right. You're that super snobby critic. You know what? And he that just needed to taste something from his childhood. <laughs> and what am I gonna taste from my childhood? I don't know. That actually sounds pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, it's time to end it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening, guys. We will. I will specifically. You'll probably be back for another episode, but. Yeah. Uh, Should I say that? Otherwise, now it seems like such a task. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Yeah, I always tell everybody that. So, like, when am I going to go full circle with this? Who knows? But I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.